Welcome to After the Hype with me as Brian and John. <laughs> That's a different type of fuck up, but I'll take it. Yay. Hello, this is the John. <laughs> uh, we also have Ryan here today. Hello. Graham. Hello. And for the first time in God, I don't remember how long, Danielle. Hello. What was the last episode you were on? Do you remember? The Mirror Horror Movie. The Mirror Horror Movie. Oculus. Oculus? Yes. Oh, okay. I was like, what? The Mirror Horror Movie. This just gives me an idea for a great new game. You break down a movie in one sentence and we figure out which movie it is. <laughs> okay, good. So we can start with a really quick, where have you been doing? Uh, I can go first. I've been watching this. Uh, it's a really tiny show. I'm not sure if anybody's even heard of it. Uh, one or two people recommended it to me like a while ago and I just kind of finally got around to it. Uh, House of Cards. Um hmm. I just finished the first episode of season two last night, which was like, oh, fuck. Uh, but on that, I've enjoyed it. It is a very good show. It was massively overhyped to me by those one or two people, a.k.a. fucking everybody in the entire <laughs> world. Um, it is a very competent, well-written, well-acted show. But beyond that, eh, didn't mean to do that. But that's it for me. Somebody else can go. I'll go next. I've uh, been watching Netflix shows since we no longer have cable. Like House of Cards? No, no. <laughs> that was hyped and underhyped, and I was like, no, not me. Not for me. Uh, I watched Jessica Jones, actually. Uh, the, I liked it. I dug it. I dug it. It it was good, and it had a kind of a, a concise story in there, and good characters, and Kristen Ritter's pretty cool. And David Tennant is always cool. All right, so been re-watching Misfits. It's uh, kind of the British take on Heroes, I guess people describe it as, but I think it's way better without ever having everyone. seen Heroes. Mm. Um, it's not BBC. I believe it's Channel 4. It's yeah. totally awesome. A group of like young offenders get uh, sentenced community service and then through a storm get superpowers. And it's absolutely amazing. I just, in rewatching it, I realized how incredibly sexy it was. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is pretty Which sexy. Is very pleasing for me. I, I love it. It's a perfect blend of humor and action, and it's, it's super unpredictable and very clever. Next. Um, yeah, I've been reading books, surprisingly. What? what? Yeah. Bo is that? Books. books. It's two O's. Like cave. boobs? Those are the ones yes. with uh, little like bubbles and like pictures in them, right? <laughs> of characters, panels. Books? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, right. Those are things Braille? you can color in, right? Oh, you can color <laughs> in them too, yeah. <laughs> I've been coloring in the ones that I like drawing pictures as I'm reading what's happening. Oh, is that what those library things are for too? They're full of them. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, so I've been Holy going shit. through Harry Potter. Yeah. So I'm on book three now? Yeah, one um, more and then it starts going downhill. Yeah, so and then also with finishing each book, we've been watching each corresponding movie. So. Fuck! I just watched oh, the first movie well, last night. I love yeah. Harry Potter. Yeah, no, it's fun. Uh, I mean, and like most things, there's way more detail in the books than in the movies, which obviously makes sense. Uh, but yeah, it's cool. It's fun. It's I a fun. It's, it's they're very quick reads. Yeah, and surprisingly well written. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, something about these book things too. But uh, <laughs> I've been reading a couple comic books that aren't Marvel and are kind of really cool. Oh, nice! Uh, this week uh, was the launch of number one of IDW. Or no, I'm sorry, it's DC's uh, Batman meets the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I bought that. I haven't read it yet. Which though. could be interesting. I won't really talk about it uh, because there's another comic book that is overshadowing everything I've been reading this year. Grant Morrison's Claws. Is that good? Oh my god, it's so good. Boom Studios, it's like, uh, they they describe it as Santa Claus year one. Because comic books love saying year one. I've been loving Doctor Strange because some of the colorful magic artwork, but this one trumps it by far. Alright, so we're going to move into today's episode, which is going to be on uh, this little movie some people might have heard of. Uh, Avengers Age of Ultron, Ooh. a.k.a. Avengers 2. None of the other Marvel movies happened. I watched um, Age of Adeline. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just ruined my whole argument. 
Uh, so Avengers Age of Ultron came out. Um, wow, I can't pronounce anything today. Uh, came out on May first earlier this year. Uh, it cost a whopping fucking two hundred fifty million dollars to make it. And I heard is- it was supposed to come out April first as a joke. <laughs> of course, uh, we're still laughing. <laughs> The the thing about it is that it, it from what I understand it probably actually cost a lot more than two hundred fifty million dollars, but they didn't want to actually say the right number because people would go, "What the fuck?" Yeah. It ended up making worldwide one point four billion dollars, which uh, Disney has said was a disappointment. I know, so funny. Jeez, they said that the was not enough movies. money to line their pockets. So they expected it to make two billion, and they're upset that it didn't. Uh, I'm sorry, guys, you can only have one point four billion. <laughs> 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 Major poor, bummer, bro. <laughs> poor Disney. Oh yeah. man. But because hope, of that, they're I hope they the- don't go bankrupt. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they have no other movies. This they better year. invest in another intellectual property. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that works. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to read a review uh, from Metacritic. It's going to be really short and sweet. Uh, I am cutting it down a little bit. This guy rambles for a while, so I'm just going to read the first line of his review, and I, I think that'll kind of get the the gist across. So uh, it comes from Salvario. S A L V A R O. Uh, he gave this a 0 out of 10. Mm. Um, this is all the review I'm going to read. Simply put, this shit was lame. Yeah. 0 out of 10. Yeah. Wow. It's a harsh review. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think a little too harsh. I actually kind of enjoy the movie, but that's fine. Uh, and now we're going to move really quickly at, into the breakdown, as you can hear people shouting in the background. They agree with him, apparently. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this shit is lame. lame. It's uh, so lame. Okay, so Danielle gets to do the breakdown today. She's so excited. (laughs) She just can't hide it. (laughs) Ready? Oh, yes, absolutely. All right, so we're going to start with an Avengers raid on an Eastern European Hydra base where we meet Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Um, Tony Stark steals Loki's scepter and uses it to create artificial intelligence called Ultron. He goes crazy. Doesn't mean to, but he's just bad. Um, He destroys Jarvis. We get Jarvis back in Vision. Uh, Scarlet Witch and uh, Quicksilver get on the Avengers side. Uh, oh, but I was so close. You, you like were actually pretty 45 close. 45 minutes into the movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so sadly, I have to make fun of you now. And I will say, your breakdown was as disappointing as the use of Quicksilver in the movie. Oh. <laughs> oh. I deserve that. <laughs> that was an insult I actually had preloaded because I just assumed you weren't going to make it. After your text of like, <laughs> I'd no, love I believe to. I said I believe in me with a shooting star emoji. So. <laughs> that's, that's true. Uh, okay, so let's move into the the episode today. Uh, I'm going to try to do this a little bit more segmented today, so we can try to get through it a little bit quicker. Because um, otherwise, I think we could talk about this fucker for days and days and days and days. Um, let's do it. Let's not. Uh, okay. <laughs> and that's it. Thanks for coming. <laughs> that was it for after the hype. We're done. Uh, all right, so I want to start uh, with the actors because I think that's kind of what brings everybody to together. Yeah, kind of brings everyone together, kind of brings people to the thing. Um, and this one had a lot of stuff behind the scenes work that was probably a little too public, which was uh, the pay for the actors, which kind of isn't our business. I think yeah. like, I don't I don't give a fuck what Robert Downey Jr. paid or Thor or anyone. Yeah, good for them. Yeah, it's like okay, so you made more than I'll ever make my entire life. I don't give a fuck. Did I like your movie? Is all it comes down to for yeah. me. Yeah. Um, but the one thing I'll say about the actors in this time, uh, I thought all of them did a great job. They did. Yeah. Absolutely. Like it's one of the few. Th- I mean, Joss Whedon is good with actors. He's always been good with actors. Yeah. He might yep. be shit with female characters, but he does a really good job with everyone the characters that they have. And he understands how characters talk to each other. <laughs> and, and that's a, that's a slight distinction, dialogue. but like yeah. they work well together. It feels like that's yeah. like, that'd be like a slight like compliment, but a lot of directors don't get that very very crucial thing of how okay. does yeah. how does Iron Man talk to Thor? Yeah, how they interact and how like how do the all two- of them as an ensemble work together? And for yeah. a special an ensemble piece like this for the Avengers, you really need to feel the team of the Avengers. Yeah, yeah. And it's subtle things. They're gonna at this point in the series, they're gonna be joking with each other. They they they're yeah. they're gonna be talking in a way that we we wouldn't understand. Because I do wish that they kind of like alluded to uh, this isn't the second time they've gotten together. I think it, uh, part of the strength of 
all the events they're hitting in uh, the movie series right now, the Civil War, the Infinity War, the, all the wars, uh, the strength is that the, these characters have been together for so long that they now have interpersonal conflict and the team starts falling apart. When we're like, oh, the Avengers are about to get together for the third time ever and they're going to fight like they were best friends, it's not believable. Yeah. It definitely feels like banter, even when it's just like zinger after zinger. And you're quit, like, quit, 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 it's quit. not too cheesy. They do a great job. And I mean, they are all obviously very talented actors, but you don't really get that those cringy moments where you're like, oh, that didn't hit as hard as You get the sense me. that they're, they're allowed to kind of flex their acting muscles a little bit in this, that they're given room to do their thing. And that shows. That shows they're having fun. Well, and I think it shows more so in this one than it did in the first Avengers. Right. In the first Avengers, it felt like it was so like... It needed to service so many things. It almost felt like mm-hmm. um, it needed to prove itself. Like it needs to prove mm-hmm. that we are, we can do this. Well, I and, mean, it did. It, did, it did, did actually need to do that. And, it yeah, did. you're right. And this one, it felt like it didn't need to do that. And yeah. maybe it should have a little bit. Like, <laughs> Has the opposite problem. Yeah, like this one, it felt like it, it was like riding on the coattails of the first one a little too much. Like it felt like it's like as long as we nail the characters, everything else will fall into place. And it's like, uh, it's like no, it you guys won't. needed you needed to be a little bit more concerned. Yeah. yeah, but they did a good job. Like the characters, like I said, the characters and the actors, everybody involved did a great job. Especially like, um, I think Chris Hemsworth did one of the best jobs I've ever seen him do in a movie in this thing. Like he is funny, he's serious, like he is great throughout the whole thing. Yeah. And it it kind of bums me out that he can't open a movie that isn't a Marvel movie because I think mm. he's fantastic. Um, and then uh, fucking um, how am I blanking on his name? Well, maybe that's maybe that's it. Yeah. He is fantastic. And he can only do fantastical things. Yeah, could be. Yeah. <laughs> that's it's part of that's, it for that's sure. A very strong chance. Jeremy Renner, you're thinking of? No, was, um, Jeremy Renner did fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, 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 he did. He did. I do actually good. want to talk about him for a second because he I, he was almost the actor that made the most improvement uh, from oh, his oh, other compared to oh, other Hawkeye. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, did a much better job. Uh, he actually felt like Hawkeye this time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And his his uh, wisecracking with Elizabeth Ol- Olsen was mm-hmm. really on point. Uh, his being serious with his family was great. Mm-hmm. His, his one-liners, yep, really. Good. I mean, he brought it. He brought it. He did. And the the thing is, like, especially with like Hawkeye, because Hawkeye is one of the lesser Avengers. Like, his superpower yeah. is accuracy, <laughs> and his hawk-like vision. Look, he yeah. spotted that truck from the helicopter. He did. Yeah, he, yeah. yeah. a little hint that oh, he might have a superpower. He might be a little special. Yeah, but like, and since he is one of the lesser ones, kind of like Black Widow, he did yeah. a very good job. Still making himself feel essential to the team, like it didn't. It felt yep. like they needed him there, which a lot of times when you have like the lesser ones, it could be like, well, yeah, put him in a corner. He'll fire a bow and arrow at some people. And yeah. Maybe he'll, yeah, he'll probably hit him. Oh yeah, and Hawkeye was there. That was neat. And that was the entire first movie. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. they made him a villain the whole time. And a villain who was under mind control. So he basically just had to kind of stare blankly at a wall the whole time. Yeah. So, oh, his yeah. little meta meta quip about, I've been mind controlled. And I'm not a big fan was really good. That was yeah. good. Yeah. I like that. The timing it, was Done the mind control thing. Yep. Yeah. Not a fan. Yep. I like that. Yeah. Um, and I loved uh, Scarlett Johansson in this one, too. I, I think for what Marvel is giving her to work with and the character hmm, of Black Widow nothing. to work with. Like, she actually does develop on-screen chemistry with everybody that they make her <laughs> love interest with. She was great in Winter Soldier with Captain America. She was great in, uh, with, uh, what's his name? Mark Ruffalo. Uh, and it, she's great with Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk. It's very uh, much a testament to her. Because yeah, they're absolutely. not giving her anything, and she's doing all this with it. Like, imagine if you gave her something. And this one, yeah. like, just the hint that she has an actual backstory in this one, because they try to do it the first one, which is like, I got a re- lot of red in my ledger, I want to clean. I'm like, ah, shut up. <laughs> right. Uh, like, in this one, like, Who by uses giving... that word? Jeez. It's actually a plot point. <laughs> Ledgers. That they release all of her information, we don't know what any of it is. And, they, yeah, they totally just bury that. Like, oh, yep. now you're going to be public. Nobody cares. Right. And it's like... Because Avengers is all about pretending that didn't happen. And Avengers is all about dicks. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, I love the I mean, look a, at the toy line. I'm not wrong. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, we'll give you a girl, but she's going to be packaged with a dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, such a loaded statement. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, like, she did a great job, and I think um, Elizabeth Olsen did a great job. And yeah. she didn't really have a lot to do either. No, They she really didn't. gave the two female characters... Who they don't know any what, what to do with any of them. They gave no. them, like... She did good. And that's always been kind of Joss Whedon's like kind of weak point. I know Buffy, like I know a lot of people are like, he's great with women. He had Buffy. Yeah, it's Buffy like, was yeah, so long yeah, ago though. Yeah, you you yeah. gotta keep improving. And Buffy was like really the only like super well dimensioned character in that show. I know I can hear people screaming at me from somewhere. <laughs> but I, I have watched the show. Like it's like she was Torch the only... Club is coming after you. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, she was the only super well rounded character in that show, so it's kinda like 
And he did the same thing with um, Dollhouse. So it's like, mm-hmm. he's great when the woman is the main character, but female side characters, female supporting characters, he's always kind of had trouble with it. So the fact that Scarlett Johansson was able to take a rather, I don't want to say poorly written, but kind of weakly written character. Standard written almost. Like, yeah, of standard course is a good way to put it. Of course it. Yeah. they're going to go that direction with her. Of yeah. course, and that's just the first thing a dude's going to think. Yeah, and she made it yeah. well-rounded. She made her have like actual... like. Um, she felt like she had stakes in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and they even make her like the princess in another castle at one point. And it's kind of like, what the fuck? Yeah. And she still makes that work when she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah we could run away together. Or I could push you off this ledge because we need the Hulk now. That was great. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's a their... great fucking moment. Yeah. She yeah. nails it. And to their yeah. credit, I didn't realize I wanted to ship uh, her and the Hulk until this movie. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I was like, aw, I want them to, I'm going to root for them now. Yeah. Like that whole, they're, they're so tortured. Yeah, they need to, they need to fix each other. Their monster scene yeah. was like was really good. Yeah, and, and yeah, I mean you can see her like fully taking and, on that character. And it, it was, was all, it was all them in that scene because the the writing on that was uh, good. it was fine. Yeah. That but was like a, they did a good job acting the hell out of those lines. Yes, the, that was the uh, that was the first moment of contention. That was the moment that made uh, Joss Whedon quit Twitter. Was the monster scene. Really? He quit Twitter? He quit Twitter. What does that mean? He deleted his account and won't go anywhere near Twitter anymore because he got so much backlash on the line of, so now do you realize you're not the only monster on the team because she can't have kids. Mm -hmm. The thing was, and if you watch the scene again, and I'm not trying to stand up for like anti-feminism or anything like that because it wasn't that. That's what what it comes down to is it wasn't that. She says she's a monster because she was bred to murder people. Mm -hmm. She's specifically made to kill people, not have a family, not do anything. That's why she's a monster. Not that she can't have kids. And the fact that her that ability line, to, to like, like, she's just a yeah, a death machine. Yeah, she's been that's turned into a death machine. machine. Exactly. She that's when she kills people. Yeah, no, that's right. what makes her a monster. Not the fact that she can't have kids. It's just the fact that those lines butted right up next to each other. People went, "Whoa, you're saying people who have kids aren't monsters?" Down with Joss Whedon. <laughs> I actually think it's stronger that way too, because it just because that the internet says a woman isn't a monster because she can't have kids doesn't mean a woman isn't gonna feel that way. Oh, yeah. yeah. So if she's like admitting like, oh, I really hate that they did this to me, and she's like showing a weak moment, I think that's really powerful, too. Yeah, absolutely. It's just, I, I, I fucking hate the internet sometimes. I do, too. <laughs> well, the as internet, I say that as I go to the like, internet can't listen deal, to podcasts on the yeah, internet. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the internet can't deal with characters having their own thoughts and opinions on things that are separate from the person creating it. Right. Yeah. So they, there's no one can disconnect that. Yeah, the whole separate the art from the artist does not happen on the internet. Nope. It's fucking kill the artist and the art. Um, mm-hmm. All right, let's uh before we move on to the next thing. I w- we got to talk if we're going to keep talking actors. We got to talk um I'm going to forget his name again. Fuck, I just had it. Blacklist. Um uh yes. Uh James Spader? Spader. J- Spader. Thank you. Yes. The villain Ultron. Yeah. We got to talk about the him. The most compelling character in the movie by far. Absolutely. The guy For who no had the reason mo- the at most, all, but the most fun. The guy who had the most fun doing yeah. this. Did yeah. a great job and yet another fuck up on Marvel's hand. I yeah. think that if it wasn't for the treatment of Ultron in this movie, I think people would love this movie as much as they love the first Avengers. Because I think, although he did a great job and he was a ton of fun, he was a super weak villain. Yeah. His plan was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Just terrible. And Because yeah. especially with Ultron, because Ultron, I mean, for those of you who don't read the comics, Ultron is like the fucking bee's knees of villains. Because like, yeah. he can get into the internet and into electricity and shut everything down. And they said that would be too much of a, a defeat for the uh, Avengers, so we're not going to have him do that. It's like, what? Right, is he supposed that, to defeat that's the Avengers? That's the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he wins. Like, the Age of Ultron is because there's an Age of Ultron, not a week and a half of Ultron. Right. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> well, why couldn't it have been, like, everything's shut down and everything's kind of apocalyptic? Like, if go they, there. If they don't do bring it. him back, I'm going to be really disappointed. Yeah. Like, if, if the won't. Avengers, after Civil War, are, like, split up and at their weakest moment, and Thanos is coming to Earth, and, oops, Ultron is back, that would be the strongest thing Marvel could do at the end yeah. of the series. Yeah, and then suddenly this movie still holds weight. Yep. But if it, if it really was that he was just, he released a bunch of punchable robots, and they were able to defeat him because <laughs> they pulled the internet plug on them somehow. It makes great posters. They turned off his Bluetooth. Yeah. yeah, they turned off his Bluetooth and then punched all the robots to death, and somehow that kills Ultron. Like, Ultron's supposed to be bigger than that. Like, right. he can hide anywhere. Which I think, I'm hoping, is the case. Yeah, like, he could have fucking hidden a cell phone somewhere else just to save himself. And then went and did this thing, which is what I'm hoping they have the guts to is, do. Uh, I agree they, with Graham. They I don't think they could would do, but they're not. They're not. No, because that would that would be that would be a risk. Because uh, <laughs> that would be that would potentially. You Are know, you saying not... Marvel doesn't take risks? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Am I saying that? 
Am I saying that with the most definite yes? The age of hey, risk. they have a female superhero movie coming out in like <laughs> six years. Tentative, tentative. <laughs> they might have maybe a female superhero. if everybody is okay with that. If everyone okay. is that okay, should then, we ask first? In case we, maybe we might not have an idea for another guy movie then. And yeah. if it, one comes up, we'll just push it. Yeah, it, it can be. Captain Marvel away. is coming out, guys. We yeah. swear it. Yeah. We swear. We promise. Promise. I promise you. I'm trying so hard not. Oh, I'm sorry, Brent. I'm trying so hard not to just rip into the writing on this. And I know we're talking about we'll the get actors. There. We'll get there. We're, we're, we're moving oh, into that. I thing hate now. it so much. Yeah, but I mean, when you're just talking about the actors, on on just the actors alone, it's a very well made film. Like yeah. they did a Absolutely. great job. The performances Amazing. are great. Okay, so let's move on. Uh, so yeah. we've talked a little bit about characters. Now I want to talk about. Um, Basically, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it down a level. That's, that's I want to talk about the negativity that comes along with this film, Ooh. which is the writing, mm-hmm. which is the inconsistencies with the Marvel universe. I want to just kind of hit that stuff because this is, like I said in the beginning of this when we were talking about it, I enjoy this film. When I rewatched mm-hmm. it after kind of hating it for a few months, I went, I don't think I'm gonna like this rewatch. And then I, re- I rewatched, it, I went, no, I like it. Like there there's mm. there is way more good in this than bad, but there is a lot of bad. But when you have this long of a movie, you can kind of tip the scales. When you have this many elements that have to tie together, you're going to have some problems. Yes. So I kind of hinted at it earlier, and I, I want to bring it up here. I think the biggest, and you guys might disagree, I think the biggest problem with this movie is that it gives a middle finger to basically the entirety of Phase 2. And this is a sequel to The Avengers. I can't decide if I like that or hate it. Because what, I hate it. What I drew me it. into the Marvel Universe to begin with is... Uh, was the way that it was connected. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I was so fanboy geeking out when I w- watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I'm like, ah, it's happened at the same time as in Captain America, and Captain yep. America is referencing the Avengers, and it's like everything's coming together. Uh, but I also, I want to respect Joss Whedon's, like, artistic control. And I think to Marvel, uh, like, the uh, the way that that committee was forcing the, uh, uh, the same universe was part of the Marvel movies downfall as well. So I can't decide maybe the Avengers should be the only movies that don't give a middle finger to the entire Marvel universe. And then they don't make Ant-Man be like, Hey, remember the events of New York? Well, my, my, here's my problem with it. Uh, it's not that that's like, uh, I don't need Ultron to be like, Oh yeah. That one time when Malekith came into London, like, I don't, I don't, I don't care about that. That's fine. My problem is that why aren't Scarlett Johansson and Chris Evans better friends? Right. Like, like their relationship is completely ignored until the very end of the movie when they're setting up Civil War. And it's like, oh, well, now she's going to be his friend again because it's going to be another Captain America movie. Yeah. So it's like the whole t- the whole time of fucking Winter Soldier, they are like besties. And right. Like, they get along great and they spend so much time building up He carries up her out of the freaking rubble. Yeah. Like yeah. they do such a great job making those characters work. And like that's where Black Widow finally became the character I wanted Black Widow to be. And like they mm-hmm. did a great job with it. And then you come into this movie, and they don't share like two lines together until the end of the yeah. film. Yeah, yeah. And they like, just that, they shoehorn in Bruce Banner instead. Yeah. that yeah. she's buddy buddy with. And that's like yeah. that's where and I you kinda... get one line from Chris Evans. You're like, oh, I've seen it up close. Right. You know when he, when she's flirting with other people. Hey, do you remember like, that we were in a movie together? together? Yeah. yeah. And he says it to Bruce Banner. He doesn't yeah. say anything to her. No. It's just like, like why wouldn't they be close? Oh, hey, Scarlett. She's, <laughs> she's one of those girls that ignores all her friends once she gets a boyfriend. <laughs> Apparently. Like, Apparently, yeah. 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 I mean, that, the hardest. That, that doesn't yeah. explain it with a line of dialogue, for sure. But it's like... <laughs> I'm one of those girls who ignores <laughs> all other men when I get a boyfriend. Maybe on the inside, What's Captain up, America is still a little afraid of the Hulk. He's like, ugh, I don't want to talk to her in front of him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I don't want to piss him off, you know? I wouldn't like him if he's angry. No, I, no, no. Uh, <laughs> Is there maybe like a relationship politics that the younger generation have, like where they totally get it? They're watching it and they're just like, "Oh, I so, I so understand." That's what I mean. And then I mean, I'm just like, "What did, the hell is this?" Like, like that's like off screen. Bruce, uh, Bruce is like, "Dude, bros before house." <laughs> <laughs> bro code, man. Bro code. Let's pound it out. Nice. And Captain but, America's dead now. Yeah. So again, kind of moving into the negativity of this thing, I think the. Other than that, the other thing that I think is going to be the biggest problem before we move on to the writing and that sort of things is that I never feel now, now that we're this far in, what are we, 13, 14 movies, something like yeah. that? Like a shitload of movies. Mm-hmm. Um, not, there's no consequence. Right. Yeah. And biggest yeah. complaint. Each, yeah. each one ends in a nice, quick little package yep. that you could watch any of them in any order. And you're like, oh, well, everything's fine. It's, yeah. all, it's, very, it's very episodic. And that's fine. Like, as far as watching the movies go, that's fine. But when I. When I watched Iron Man 3, my biggest complaint was that fucking Tony Stark would not shut up 
about going into the wormholes. Like, I get it. It was scary. You saw an army. Yeah. But now looking back at that, I'm like, okay, well, that kind of makes sense. I mean, it's a little annoying. Of course, annoying. you got a little like, bit of PST, yeah. PTSD on yeah. yeah. And totally makes sense. But why wasn't anyone else affected by this? Yeah. And, and they now all that play it down. It was like, yeah, yeah, we remember Tony. <laughs> Good. No, you yeah. never bring that up. It's like, yeah. You're like, wait, no, but this is the first time we've ever heard him bring it up. Like, yeah. that was so fucking recently. Like, What's the deal? It's like a it's like a giant reset button on their character traits and relationships with each other. Yeah, but that's every move. Like that's, I don't need them to be talking about Malekith no. or fucking but it, anything. But else. it needs but to they, feel like there was there's something we missed out on, and it feels like oh I didn't miss out on anything. Yeah, but that's I, what I mean. Yeah, they need to like show that there was relationships that happened off screen to develop these characters, yeah. so that yeah. the fall like is that some much sort stronger. of growth together as a like, friendship. But, like yeah. here here's a thing they could have thrown in there. So you have the entire argument in the party scene, which is fucking hilarious between um, uh, Thor and Iron Man. Mm-hmm. They're going back and forth about whose girlfriend wife is better, and right. it's really funny and it's comical. But all they needed to do to make that scene make something feel bigger is say they're off doing something together. Oh, mm. why couldn't Jane or uh, Pepper be here? Oh, they had to go to this thing together. Yeah. Oh, and now you feel like Thor and Iron Man have a relationship. It's established and that their girlfriend wives are friends as well. And they're doing their own thing. Yeah. And suddenly the universe feels bigger and it feels like there's con- not con- consequences of the wrong word, but there's like, you don't have to things be, things are moving. You yeah. don't have to be mm-hmm. explicit and yeah. saying like, Hey, Malekith came down. Wow. What a, that sucks for London. But then you just little little subtle things like but relationship even, things. But even that, you could have thrown like like another like another movie's chock full of quips. But you could have thrown in a quip of like Tony Stark saying, "Hey, I had to give a speech at the college that week. You got me out of that. Thanks." Yeah. yeah. And like, oh, that's kind of funny. Now we're calling back to that this movie happened, and it's like. Oh. And honestly, you could have done that instead of a couple other quips that maybe didn't land as well. Or mm, yeah, like get ri- like take out some of the other stuff. Like it was it, for as big as that movie is, it's padded with the wrong things sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where and that's, I, I think that kind of brings us well into the the writing aspect, which yeah. I'll let Ryan rant and rave about. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're so I mean we've been nailing it this whole time, but that's that's my biggest complaint about it. All the things that you just hit, and uh, I I'm just really on the edge of my seat waiting to see what the Russos do with Civil War, and maybe that's the Avengers movie that we wanted this whole time. Yeah, I mean. Now that we are getting Civil War, it really kind of feels like Age of Ultron might have been the wrong step. Yep. I, it, I mean, as cool as Ultron is, and I fucking, like, even, like, the, the most recent rendition of it, like, which wasn't the best special event, but the most recent Age of Ultron comic series, because it was a little ridiculous that Ultron shows up, shuts down the world, and then fucks off to the future so nobody can find him. <laughs> so it's kind of a weak series. But, it was, yeah. But it was That's still hilarious. cool. That's like, so him. <laughs> That's the whole plot. It's kind of weak, but... It works, and it was kind of fun, and like I liked seeing like Ultron can really win fast, and that's terrifying. But at the same time, do we need that right now, or do we want to see the characters more? And a Civil War, like Avengers: Civil War, might have been a better film right now as opposed to Avengers: Age of Ultron. And then why isn't the Age of Ultron? Why doesn't that have anything to do with the Civil War? If the Civil War trailers are any indication. The Civil War isn't, uh, like, the Age of Ultron isn't going to matter in the Civil War. Why isn't this about shutting down Tony Stark, who invented a, a apocalyptic AI? Yeah, why is it about stopping Captain America, who helps shut down that AI? Yeah, right. It Instead, seems a little Captain ass America, backwards. It's like, it, it feels, yeah, it feels backwards. Because like, uh, Tony oh, Stark is uncontrollable. If they had yeah. done a, uh, a Star Trek flip on Tony Stark and Steve Rogers for Civil War, I my mind would have been blown. Like... Uh, Steve Rogers is like, look, Tony, here's this paper. You have to now work for the government. And Tony's like, no, I'm an independent man. You can't make me work for the government or that's, report. That's our... how he's been set up for all his movies. Yeah. All movies up till now, he's he's his own guy. Yep. He's constantly giving the middle finger to the government. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> and why would he be working for them? Right. Now? But uh, yeah, that would have been, I mean, we'll do a Civil War episode, you know. In oh, like, we will. A, a year from now, but yeah. that would have been mm-hmm. a... A much stronger way to go. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it really feels like it's just another boss battle. Yeah, really. yeah. like we're just you're like, oh, okay, so this is the ne- we've leveled up. All right, so now we've got a new strength here, and we've you know are really working together better with our friends and stuff. And now this is the next boss. All right, and then you beat it, and they're like, all right, cool. Really, I'm a little bit further, but really, no much more consequence to anything else. And I'm sure the the next Civil War trailer will tell us exactly who the boss is and how they come together to fight him at the end. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then and then win, of course. And, and then, then everybody's no fine. consequences. Yeah. Everything's yeah. fine. Nobody dies except when Doomsday for shows up and fucks everything. Yeah, up except and... for a new character that gets introduced. <laughs> Wrong that, trailer. <laughs> whatever and then he dies in the same movie and then yep. move on to the next and one and then we'll at the end we'll see Thanos like he's puts one gem into the yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm on my way 
<laughs> I've only found one after 13 movies. But They're going to totally kick my yeah, ass. Yeah. Here's If we had just spent, just again, kind of about the writing and missed opportunities, if we had spent a little bit more time with Ultron in this movie and had him just exploring everything, so exploring communication, and then he starts yeah. putting things out there, how fucking awesome would it have been to have him just putting things out into space and have him get Thanos on the phone? Yep. Like, yeah. how fucking great would that have been? Of having uh, Someone call Thanos. Yeah. Well, if he's just, like, reaching things out there. Yeah. And 10 to 20. He's or, like, I know aliens tried to attack the Earth. Is there anybody trying to take down the Avengers? Who wants to help me take down the Avengers? And fucking Thanos is like, uh, this guy. Or maybe the Inhumans are like, oh, hey, we're out here, too, yeah. on a Cree planet. Yeah, here like, we come. Like, are you a fucking Black Bolt on the phone? Like, yeah. all you need is, like, something. <laughs> Wait, Black Bolt can't use the phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My bad, my bad. Someone call Black Bolt. Ah, he needs another new phone. <laughs> he tried to answer it again. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, if send he a message. Gotten, like, send a message. Yeah. Could have gotten anyone else in this movie. If you could have actually gotten Thanos and going, Thanos going, uh, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm going to kill the Avengers for sure. And he's like, well, I'm doing this right now to start taking them down. And all you need is have a conversation with the two of them and actually just figure out a way to get Ultron in space to uh-huh. back himself up out there and still try to take him down. And what now if we still have Ultron. Ultron and can't travel what through if his, space. What if, his, what if his intergalactic phone call ended up, he just called um, Star-Lord by accident. And he's like, yeah. hello? Who is this? <laughs> uh, God? <laughs> <laughs> the worst part about this movie, if this movie had literally come out right after the first Avengers, I think we wouldn't be shitting on it so hard. Mm. But they really built us up and got our hopes up. Like, after the Avengers, they started taking risks. They're like, hey, guess what? We're going to give you a dark spy thriller movie. Here's Winter Soldier. Yeah. Hey, we're going to give you a heist movie, a buddy comedy heist movie. Here's Ant-Man. We're going to give yeah. you, like, a Space Rangers movie. Here's... Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, we're going to take 10 giant steps backward and just give you the plain old superhero mashup that we did with the first Avengers. With a thousand punchable robots. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what you all love and what you really, really want because we tell you to. So enjoy. Yeah. The only reason, the only kind of risk they took was putting an Infinity Stone in Vision's head. Sure. Because that's really, that is not. <laughs> so boring. <laughs> it's such a boring, because yeah. all it basically says is that Thanos is going to have to kill Vision to get that stone. In that's great, head. though. Yeah. I, I, we actually yeah, didn't talk about him in the, the actor breakdown. But we Paul didn't, which Bettany is kind of an insult to him because he was great. He was, he was my amazing. Like, yeah. He's just been biting. Poor Paul Bentley has just been like, sooner or later I'll have something to do other than his voiceover, right? Yeah. And yeah, hopefully yeah. they're really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Who knew know. he was a handsome man all along? <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> but I thought, yeah, I really liked Vision in this movie. Yeah. He was great. And the, my yeah. other problem is that uh, as much as we love James Spader for voicing Ultron, he gives it so much dark, chaotic, villainous character that I'm like, wait, isn't he supposed to be like a super sterile robotic AI who thinks he's doing the right thing? Why is he talking all creepy to the <laughs> yeah, Why is he talking all creepy? And why does he even at one point say, I'm going to reveal all the details of my evil plan? <laughs> he's got so much character. That's not an AI. Yeah, like that's... A, one, that's not an AI. B, why would he think he's doing evil things? I don't know. Yeah, that's the whole point. Is they're he's a supposed too- to think it's the ultimate good thing to do yeah. is wipe out humanity because they're... Yeah. Yeah. Shitty, shitty yeah. writing. I thought, I thought yeah. like, well, the humor on his I, character was ironic. funny. It was. The humor on his character was funny, but I don't know if it belonged to him. That's what, like, after yeah. laughing at his, like, quips and was like, oh, no, how'd you get, like, oh, man, you just knocked me out of a ship. It's like, that's funny, but Ultron wouldn't do that. Right. I laughed, but... This is Joss Whedon. It's it's right very Joss Whedon, but I thought I mean I do like what James Spader did with it. Like yeah. I, there are moments that oh, I think yeah. were great, like the when he takes Tony Stark out of the fight. He's like, yeah, you're not gonna get there. He's like, I already am there. You'll catch on. Like it's fantastic. Yeah. Like they're <laughs> like they really made him like a great villain in yeah. the first act, and then they just kind of went, ah, never mind. Yeah, yeah. And like his last line with Hulk, you're like, oh, for, for heaven's sake. Yeah. He's getting <laughs> I, I laughed a lot at that. Though. Yeah, like, no, he's yeah. he's got a great amount of one-liners, and yes. James Spader nails all of them. Spader but it's like, was better than the character. Yep. Yeah, yeah. but it's like why? And yeah, that exactly. It's like really this doesn't just, fit. Of like, what are you? What are you it's, doing? It's, it's the felt perfect. Like a why great do you have Thanos character? or a great yeah. uh, Ronan or yeah. you know any of the villainous characters who kind of know they're doing evil. Yeah, because yeah. Vision pulls off more of Ultron's ideology, really. If yeah. Vision would have been a, a not that he's supposed to be a villain, but that character would have been a way more terrifying villain. Like, yeah, uh, I yeah. don't think I'm bad or good, but I'm going to do this because yeah, this is what which needs is, to be done. Which is his introduction. Like, yeah. you're like, wait, we've already seen what Ultron, how you know the evil plan of Ultron does, and now we have Vision, who's like, 
I don't know if he's good or bad. He's he he doesn't know either. He's like, I just know what's right, and you're like, what's right? Oh my god! Like we as yeah. a human race, what is right? Like we don't even know. It's like just, so like, that's that's more terrifying than they oh had, they wait, that, who's the enemy? That that guy, that guy right there. Yeah. They had like a perfect god and devil story that they just was like <laughs> they bumbled <laughs> yeah. up because yeah. it's like. You have two sides of a very like a, a similar ideology, and one's bad, one's good. Well, what makes it good? Like they took mm. out all the ponderous nature that makes yeah that interesting. Yeah, like I what mean, what is the nature of good? What turns you evil? Oh, the and, guy who's evil is the guy who says he's evil. Got it. Yeah, that's simple. That's easy for me to understand. And I mean, the really for me, what would have what would have been the risk Marvel should have taken this is asking those like tough questions. Like, is it humans that are killing the earth? Like, is that like, and there's your risk. And mm-hmm. instead of making it just about killing the Avengers, you take away all the risk and like the message of movies and like, like really what makes these sort of movies and comics great. Test their yeah. ideologies. Like let's yeah. make it, make it a, like a, 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 that make it all about the ideologies and not the actual punching because you really get it or kind of get Ultron's introduction in, I don't know, 15 seconds like of when he actually turns himself on we yep. still don't really know how that actually happened and then he's uh playing back all of the you know war footage you know the state the standard tropes that we under- understand of like watching humans and understanding humans you're like oh obviously humans are bad so to yeah. save humans blah blah have extend that a little bit and have him kind of explain his ideology you know, the, the point where he was like, oh, let me explain my evil plan. You're like, no, we don't need to know your evil plan. We just need to know why. Why? Yeah. Why yeah. do you care? Why do you want to, you know, what that's, makes you, you know, think you just, that? You just nailed it. Why do you care? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's the one thing I don't give a shit about how you want to do it. Yeah. Like, you know, that, yeah. I, will, I will see you do this. Yeah. What? You will be shown of how this is actually going to happen. But why do you actually, why do you think by doing this, you're going to survive? Or, you know, what do you get out of it? Yeah. Iron than the a new the, fleshy body. Yeah, Iron than saying I win. What did you? What do you gain? Like, Other than is, becoming like, a, like a hybrid Wolverine yeah. with a titanium <laughs> or whatever yeah. frame, you know. Like as much as I shit on uh, vibranium, they can't Ronan say the accuser. At least yeah, you know vibranium. what the accuser yeah. wanted. Like you knew what yep. he got out of it. He wanted revenge. He wanted to build up the Kree people. Like that's what he wanted. Like uh, we another knew. terrible misuse of a Marvel villain. Totally, but yeah. at least you knew what his that's goal risky, was. Ryan. You knew what he wanted. Yeah. You, Ultron, you, yeah. you don't know what the fuck he wants. Iron then to kill the Avengers, but for what? Yeah. As as the people on like the island or anywhere else in the world, it's like, you want to kill the Avengers? Fine. We're yeah. going to go back and have tea. I yeah. think I could spend a week or two doing that. Yeah. All right. Well, you have fun with that, Ultron. I'm going <laughs> to go yeah, be a normal human being. No one else knows on the Earth. No yeah. one else knows that any of this is actually happening. No. And, you know, and this is going to be the last thing I'm going to say about the negativity. Then I want to try to spin back into the positive thing of this. Um, the one thing they could have done to really make this thing that much better is, especially because Ultron has control of the internet, make Ultron make himself invisible. Sure. So if he makes it look like, if he can control TV cameras, news crews, mm-hmm. internet, everything, <laughs> take himself out of everything. So all it looks like is that Iron Man and the Hulk showed up and destroyed fucking Brazil. Yeah. Genius. Or they go to this thing here. Like, yeah. and it's that might last so beyond a movie. Everything they did, Ultron mm-hmm. wasn't there, and... Mm-hmm. The Avengers just went from city to city and fucked shit And why even bring up that consequence? You're like, well, nobody's calling for the arrest of Hulk yet, but they're talking about it. Oh, my God. Why even bring that up if you're not even going to actually risk or threat from the law? Why isn't everyone like, we need to stop the Hulk now? He just killed so many people. Yeah. And they even he even brings it again. He's like, I can't be around people. I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, you kind of got off the hook. You know, and you didn't one need time, to, but you didn't you need know. like an eight, like a twenty minute sequence of punching each other out to show that. Like, yeah, we already we know we've had history. it was I mean, so it was, good in it the was Avengers awesome, though. though when the Hulk and Thor fought, and that was what we needed, and yeah. that was shortened to the point. Yeah. yeah. Although I, got, I do I got, love the Hulkbuster scene because it was fucking badass. I do it's agree. Amazing. It went on a little long. Yeah. yeah. But the fucking the 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 rocket powered punch. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and then Amazing. I love the whole. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry who owns sorry. this building? Can we buy it? Okay, good. Buy it. Yeah. How fast can we buy this building? Yeah. <laughs> like they need to do a director's cut of that scene and shorten it. Yeah. Not actually add to it. Like, yeah. I think it's perfect the way it is. I know yeah. it's long, but I, I like love it. it. I love. It's kind of like every it's kind of like that. going back to last week's episode with the Star Wars episode. I know the, the extended pod racing is too long, but it's fun, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'm entertained throughout the entire thing, so let's keep it. But yes, I understand that it's. A little too long for the movie that it's yeah. that it serves. One more thing I want to say about a, a totally underused, misused character. And, well, it's kind of a group, and I'm talking about Shield. 
Uh, I remember after watching, yeah, right. <laughs> I remember watching and talking about Winter Soldier, and we had a discussion about Nick Fury and what he was bringing to the table. And I really still liked Nick Fury uh, in Winter Soldier, and I thought he was important, and mm-hmm. I thought Relevant. that he was going to still have a good role into the Avengers. Nope. And then <laughs> he saved uh, the day. He's hiding in the back of a tractor. <laughs> <laughs> How long has he been there? And then he's going to come explain. Uh, he's going to come give some Sam Jacksony lines, and then. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna. Oh, he's gonna show up with a helicarrier for some friends. Because after making you think that we were gonna tie everything together, we're gonna totally ignore the TV show again. Yeah. All Hawk, they needed Hawk to guy do. Telling me he was like, oh yeah, you know, Nick Fury really helped me set this up. Well, he also needed a place to stay in my barn. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all that did was prove that they should have killed him in Winter Soldier. Yep. Because yeah. then all of a sudden you have this movie where they go, "Fuck, I wish Nick Fury was here." Yep. Yeah. Yep. And you would have felt it, and it would like the movie could have been the same, just with one person at one point going, "I wish Nick Fury was here." And this, and instead, what you get is they're like, "Oh fuck, how are we going to solve this problem? How are we going to solve? Th- oh shit, how are we going to solve this problem? How are we going to solve this problem?" Uh, oh, Nick Fury's here. Nobody asked for him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I guess that's kind of cool. I guess yeah. No ships. Yeah, ships will work. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <great>. But like, <laughs> thanks, Nick. But like, already <laughs> good idea, buddy. <laughs> yeah. But what like, was his? Because why like, couldn't yeah. why couldn't Agent Hill do that? Or what, what was she should do that. Yeah. She should have done that. Yeah. And then you have know. another strong female character. Yeah. yeah. Or Daisy. Because she had all the power. All she did was like, or hey, Daisy. Nick. Hey, Nick, Fuck. you should do this. You're like, oh, yeah, no, I should totally do that. And then does it. You're yeah. like, why doesn't just, yeah, kill Nick and then just do it and have her do that. Yep. She has all the same connections. Yep. She knows everybody that he does. But you wouldn't know that if you watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on TV. Yeah. Because right. that thing is just No, like, I, I've never throw, seen it. They've thrown like, that out. They've, yeah. We're playing the long game of getting some... Like two people interested in, in humans. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna keep moving <laughs> okay. so that we can get through this episode. Uh, I want to bring this thing back to positivity. Positivity, and I want to talk about the things that like I want to kind of go around the table and talk about the things that we actually really enjoyed about this movie. Because I mean, when it comes down to it, I can bitch about it for days and I can praise it for days, which is not something I can say about a lot of movies. Yeah. Mm. Um, but for me, the moment that I will come back to every time when I watch this movie, and then I will go, nope, <laughs> fuck it, I love it. It's in that last battle sequence, which I know I don't like all the punchable robots. But when they do, like, you have the swell of music and they have, like, the long, steady shot of all the Avengers fighting mm. all the robots. And it felt like that classic, like, two-page splash page in a comic yep. book. Yep, like, yep. That was beautiful. It gave me chills. And it was fucking great. It would have like, been that, so cool if it wasn't in every single trailer for the movie. Yeah, that was... An, but gladly, I didn't watch any trailers for the movie. Yeah, so I needed to yeah. pick up that you philosophy. You can't watch trailers anymore. Nope. No, but, like, since I didn't and I never saw it, when I saw that hit in the screen, it was like, fuck, that was... Awesome. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And the opening sequence, too. I mean, that opening sequence killed it. Yep. It was great. You know, the, oh, the like, we need before. someone to take out this barracks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, yep. Amazing. And the even whole like the, thing. The, they the, actually feel like a it's, fighting event. It's, it's moments like those that lean into its comic book roots and formats mm-hmm. like it. Oh, yeah. yeah. It follows the format and it, it's a visual representation. That's a true representation of the comic book idea. And, that's and something new without just coloring up or just cell shading it. And that's like, how. Oh, you, yeah, here. Yeah. It's from a comic book. It was like It was like those. Those few moments that made this feel like, oh yeah, Joss Whedon fucking knows his comic books, and yeah. like it's not like anyone can deny that he fucking wrote comic books. He knows his shit, but like those were the moments where like this is how you put a fucking comic book on screen. Like fuck mm-hmm. Sin City, that's how you do it. Exactly. And he nailed it. Not to say that Sin City's bad, but no, I like Sin City. But it's Sin just, Sin a, City diff- was just it's a different style. Yeah, like they, you couldn't do Sin, you couldn't do Avengers. Sin City tried Sin too City hard. No, totally. But like I'm just saying that like this was. This is what, as me as a child reading comic books, yeah. this is what I wanted to see on screen. Oh, yeah. And it was beautiful and so well done. And you don't have to have a pausable moment for that. You have to ha- get that feeling that you were just looking at the two-page spread from a moment. And that you don't get that from Sin City. You get pausable moments that, like, that looks cool. Cool composition, bro. But then with this, that those shots with the Avengers all fighting, it captured the, the feeling. The yeah. feeling when you're mm-hmm. opening that two-page spread, you're just, like, taking it all in. Yeah. yeah. It's, it yeah. surrounds you. I mean, yeah. and, and with, you know not using all the tricks and whatever it's just like you see it and you're like whoa like it slows down and then you're in it you are in that scene and you feel it and you're like oh there goes quicksilver scarlet which is fucking shit up over here yeah. you have the hulk just jumping around in the background you vision flying in i'm like this is shit's about to go down oh it's great yeah, yeah. that's my my biggest strength of the movies too at both avengers movies they really nailed the visual style of comic books yeah and like I, you know, if I got another version of the original X-Men trilogy, I was going to be disappointed because they didn't at all. No, they never got it. And that's the one thing that I'm afraid of going forward with the Russo brothers is that as good as Winter Soldier was as a film, it felt like a great spy thriller. It did not feel like a comic book movie to me. Mm -hmm. And I know people disagree with me, but I'm not sure if they can pull off that Joss Whedon-y 
this moment feels like a comic book. And you know what, though? I, I don't need them to. I would rather them nail the interpersonal relationships that they did with uh, Winter Soldier and dark tones and the feeling of consequences and betrayal. Yeah. I would rather see that in Infinity Wars than another slow motion, all the Avengers action scene that we've seen in the trailer. Well, we got the That's moment. Fair. We got the moment we wanted. Yeah. That's and true. We got, no, no, we, we got it in Ultron. We got it. And to get it, more of it would be like eating too much. <laughs> and Thanksgiving, yeah. you're just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Another one of those shots. All right. So keep... Keep this shit going. What else do people like about it? I mean, I really like how I like this whole, you know, they they really all are fighting together again. Mm-hmm. I mean, this feels like an Avengers movie. You know, they're all using, like, this. I think the first one they felt like they were kind of learning how to work with each other and stuff like that. And this one they actually are throwing people around and, like, you know, using each other and, you know, swinging around and using uh, each other's powers. Like Thor using Captain America's shield to do, like, the vibrating, like, the, yep. the yeah. sound wave thing. I love that yeah, stuff. all of their, you know, combos and stuff. You're like, that's that's super cool. And it feels like they actually were using that in this film. And yeah. Other yeah, than just cool. the one time in the other one with Iron Man and the shield. Yeah. Yeah. Which was cool, but. Yeah. And then they're, you know, buddy, buddy. They're all, you know. Yeah, just their inter- interactions with each other, especially in fight sequences, was amazing. I'm super excited to see that happen against each other in uh, Civil War. I, I, I am too. I, I, I'm really trying to stop my, my excitement for that movie because I can't get over hype for these things anymore because I, I guarantee it'll be let down. Mm-hmm. Yep. Can I mention a teeny thing that I liked about the movie? Uh, freaking Andy, butt, Andy no. Circus. <laughs> Oh, Andy Amazing! Yeah. I was—I oh, had no idea who was going to be in there, and I saw him. And I was like, I know that guy. <gasps> <laughs> and it, you can't recognize him at first, and he has right. like a teeny tiny part. But I just remembered that. that Another I was so incredibly underused character. Yeah. Well, yeah. he's all set super up. good scene though. I mean, he's all set up. That, that entire sequence hopefully. is set. Up. I mean, oh. hopefully if they do it right, but he should be a setup for Black Panther. He's yeah. supposed to be the villain in Black Panther. Oh. So it's like if they do follow through on that promise, I'm like, after seeing him in this movie, I'm like, oh, fucking sold. Spoiler alert, he's going to get a new hand. <gasps> well, he kind of needs one. Ultron ripped that <laughs> shit off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I am Ooh, so I'm sure that'll be okay. Sure that'll be okay. Uh, <laughs> no reason for him to go to Wakanda on screen except to deliver those lines. Yeah. <laughs> but if they do follow through on that, I am so excited. Me too. I mean, really, any excuse for Andy Serkis is a good excuse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially if they, um, I know he's the the mocap pro, and in this he's mm. just a human. But if they end up doing some like hybrid motion capture uh, uh, claw, that would be really cool. Yeah, I just oh man, I'm so excited for the next Apes movie. I know I might be the only one, but I fucking love those things. They're, <laughs> yeah, they're he's so good. good in them. Mm-hmm. I I like the the humor, the meta humor in there, even though it does detract a lot. The Joss Whedon humor. Yeah, it it I like it. E- e- like anytime. Ultron says something like, oh, what? Like, you again? Or like, when Hulk jumps up and he's like, oh, God. Like, (laughs) those moments were so fun and brought a levity that, like, Marvel needs to keep. Maybe put them better in them, put them in the movies better. But if they keep those, that keeps what I I like most about Marvel versus, like, DC. Because when I want, like, a really gritty action-y, that's where DC's going. I'm like, oh, cool, cool. I'm I'm into that. That's what that is. But for Marvel, if they get, they lose that sense of fun and kind of, humor that meta humor like i don't know like that kind of keeps it going even through some of the tougher moments yeah mm-hmm. and I, I just like that humor in general yeah and just it, 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 is pretty it, good about nailing and it comes from a place of, of them. it comes from a place of really liking the material and being a big fan of the material because it's not hateful humor and i can't describe it better than that but there's a sense of like this is humor that's like we all love comics Join in me with how fun this is. Yeah. Versus I the, like, I think the best running joke that shows that is the language joke. Oh, I love yeah. that joke. Like that running joke of don't swear around Captain America. Yeah. Like yeah. that. Like, that is perfect. That nails like something that he had in the comic books where he's like, it shows that he's too good for his own good. Yeah. Yeah. That, those, uh, those those little moments and even my favorite parts are most mostly those moments where those get to shine. Those quieter moments. Yeah. Like even when they're just healing up at the the, the cabin. That Hawkeye has a cabin. He's got this secret life. He's the linchpin, and there's kind of all this like backstory, like those quiet moments, those humorous moments. Really liked it. There were a lot of those in this, and it really kind of shined to it. Yeah, mm. I really wish we would have gotten more like uh, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch backstory, though, instead of yeah. Hawkeye backstory. I mean, mm-hmm. Hawkeye definitely deserved a backstory, but I at this point, I would almost go watch a Hawkeye and uh, Black I liked, Widow movie. I, I watch a yeah. Black Widow movie tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, yep. They've done such a good job with her, and especially compared to like the first Iron Man movie when it was just 
check it out. Scarlett Johansson's got a great ass. Yeah. 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 And like now they have taken her from just basically just a TNA character, kind of insulting, not feministic at all, and made her like a feminist, really awesome character. Even with, as I said earlier, Joss Whedon's kind of weak female side character writing. She's done such a great job. I am excited to see more Black Widow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And especially kind of how I think her character's going to go in Civil War. Like I I love that character. I want to see her. I, I want a Black Widow movie, and I don't think I'm alone in that. No, I don't know why no. we're getting a Captain Marvel movie before a Black Widow. I, great, we get another character, but you could easily throw Captain Marvel into Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. and then you have her. Perfect, great, and she's awesome. Yeah. Give us a Black Widow movie instead. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't know why fucking Marvel is just, eh, maybe. Why? Because they took away her superpowers, <clears throat> too, for the movie. You That's know, true. in the comic books, she's a little bit better. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I can punch and I got these new batons or whatever. <laughs> well, they could actually, like, give her those. Like, you have the opportunity to improve yeah. and add. Like, you're making your own universe. Yeah. That's like, different should, from the comics. So, uh, yeah. give her her extra abilities. Give her those. Like, I would love to see her be able to hold her own against Steve Rogers. Like, with Super Serum or whatever. Yeah. And all you really need to do is just not call attention to it. And just yeah. have her one day fight him for whatever. If they were to do it in... Uh, Civil War, where she fights him, and it's like, what the fuck? She's like, oh, yeah, I, I kind of hold back a lot. Yeah. yeah. And then you're like, oh, I don't want to embarrass you, boys. <laughs> that would yeah. be a great line. That'd be amazing. <laughs> it would be a great <laughs> moment, like in The Princess Bride, where it's like, I'm not left-handed either. Yeah. Like, I want that <laughs> moment in Civil War with Black Widow. Like, when she had the line about Thor's hammer, it was so spot on. Yeah. I don't yeah. need to answer that question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, just play on that. Like, mm, no. Actually, I know I can, but uh, yeah, I don't need to. Oh, it'd be yep. so good. Um, but you're bringing into what I wanted to do right before we move into quotes, which is, I think, kind of against our podcast, but I don't give a shit. I want to talk about Avengers 3 and what we want from it. That's not a bad idea. More Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, we all want more Hawkeye. Yeah. Uh, I can go first, because I've been thinking about it for a little bit, so I have an answer preloaded. Okay. Um, what I want from Avengers 3, as much as I want to say is I want to see the Defenders in it, because I think that'd be awesome. I don't think they're going to do it, though. Nope. No. Um, what I want to see is I want to see all the Avengers have to fight one guy. I don't want to see a bunch of henchmen. I don't yeah. want to see a bunch mm-hmm. of <clears throat> Chitari. I don't want to see a bunch of Kree. I want to see all of the Avengers. I want to see like all of them. So everyone that we have so far, including the Guardians of the Galaxy, I want to see everybody have to try to fight one guy yeah. and not be able to do it. Yeah. 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 That was going to be my thing is yeah. I want to see him lose. Yep. I, I want to see him take a risk. I want to yeah. see them of like actually facing something and not be able to to win, to get yeah. over it. I would love to be able to see them, like the fucking, however many people, there'd be like eight, nine people. Like, I don't care. I, I know people are like, oh, too many people. Shut up. I don't care. It's an Avengers book. That's what you're going to get. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's supposed uh, to be as many as possible. I mean, yeah. it's, when you, yeah. what, when you read the book sometimes, it's just a room full of people in crazy costumes yes. that you haven't heard of in like years, but they're still in the background like, I have a voice too. Yeah. And like, that's great. And so uh, I want to see is I want to see cool thing I can do. I want to see <laughs> nine people go up against th- go up against Thanos yeah. and get their asses kicked. Yep. So when they're like, well, if we're all going to fight together, there's no way we can. Oh God, we lost. Yep. Because even Steve Rogers mentions it. Yeah. You because know, uh, let's see, it was all yeah. Iron Man was like, you know, we'll we'll fight and we'll just do it. You know, and he's like, we'll lose. Yeah. Like, yeah. well, we'll do that together too. And you're like, then do that. Yeah, then please. lose together. But my please. problem is that Iron Man's saying they're going to lose against the army he saw in space yeah. i want to see them lose to just one guy yeah yeah because so far really no one's been able to do that yeah like I, I, we talked about a um a comic book movie not that long ago where we actually oh big hero six uh where we finally saw a whole team fight one guy and it was awesome yeah the movie itself is okay whatever yeah. but you got to see a team of people try to fight one guy and not be able to do it and like that there's something about that that makes that villain actually feel like a threat yep Whereas if you need a thousand punchable bad guys, I don't care. Yeah. And what I want to see, too, is like uh, we, we, we've we seen so many iterations of the Infinity Gauntlet in comic books. And we know that it basically gives you godlike powers over time and space. So I need to see uh, all the Avengers go to space and try to fight Thanos with their superpowers and their punching and lose. I would love to see some of them die or otherwise be permanently removed from the Marvel Universe like Steve Rogers sapping or another dimension whatever bullshit they do him to him in the comic books um and i need to see them come back together and use their wits like i need to see a dark note at the end of the first movie and the second movie they outsmart thanos just like in the comic books they outsmart him into giving up the uh infinity gauntlet it's got to be they win through something other than punching yeah yeah sheer brawn yeah like they don't call in 
uh, oh, the Guardians of the Galaxy have shown up with Nova and Captain Marvel, and Captain Marvel punches him harder than everyone else has. <laughs> yeah, that would be the worst ending I've ever seen to that movie. And that's yeah. uh, what, what you I- really need is a bigger fist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just see nowhere with the giant head come through space. Oh, it had a fist behind it the whole time. <laughs> Avengers: Infinity War. Yeah. The fisting. <laughs> the fist continues. Oh, enter the fist. We can keep going forever and ever. Consequence. I want to yeah. balance off a consequence. I want, um, I want there to be no one that can go back. You can't go back to the way things were. Mm. I want disrupted status quo. I don't want Tony Stark needs to be gone by the end of Avenger, uh, Infinity War. He needs to be gone. But I love Tony Stark. Yeah, I do. You know, I do too. But, but that's I, what will make it good. I have I need, one I need, more. I need to miss him. I need to miss him. I have and one right more thing I, I want to throw in. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tony Stark, Captain, like the the people that made the cinematic universe, they need to be gone. Yeah. Except for the Hulk. Yeah. I love the Hulk, and I will just. He needs to be more. Get rid of get rid of Iron Man. Get rid of Captain America in that iteration. Get rid of Hulk's in space, man. Yeah, not yet. He's on his way. He's in He's Japan. His way. Oh, yeah. yeah. I have one more completely shallow and totally bullshit like third grader thing that I want to see in this movie. Okay. I want Tony Stark to don his outer space Guardians of the Galaxy. Suit. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, be right. I'd be down for that. Yeah, and then leave the end of the movie into space with Guardians of the Galaxy. Nicely wraps up Phase Three. But onto make, some but new heroes. Even have like Tony Stark make good on his like redemption of his personal character he kind of does something to help people out like he kind of closes mm. the seal but he kind of learns a little bit of self selflessness there like what, own he, it <laughs> sacrifice himself he does he needs to leave the earth to really sacrifice himself for yeah. earthlings because he just fucks it up yeah there's a lot of payoff that needs to happen with his character yeah. that if it doesn't happen then that's it that's danielle do you have one yeah i think it's just Kind of like what you guys are saying, just higher stakes. Because even if they keep saying, oh, the entire world's at risk right now, you don't really feel it. Yeah. So to actually get something, I think, a little darker. And I know I feel like for the Avengers movies, they are kind of a little more youthful, targeted more towards kids yeah. with like yeah. all the big explosions, huge like fight scenes and everything. That's great and all. It's entertaining for a little while, but then you actually need to feel that there are going to be consequences instead of just two thirds of the way through the movie. It's all just, Oh, I'm feeling a little discouraged. I don't know if I can do this. And you're like, yeah, you can <laughs> please go see any Pixar movie. If you want a great example of how to make a movie that's fun for kids and also gets to adults. Also yeah. trust that, that kids are good at watching things. Yeah. We had a lot of dark shit that we watched when we were kids. Yeah. And we were, we're cool people, right? <laughs> yeah. We're okay. You better say I'm cool or I'll murder you. <laughs> Some of us more than others, but... <laughs> no, but like, kids can take a lot in terms yeah. of what they watch, what they absorb. Like, if you watch... Like, kids are, would be okay watching Toy Story 3 with the incinerator scene. Like, yeah. You, yeah. You, you, you can even go further. Like, kids are durable yep. yeah in their don't, mental faculties we actually get less durable about that and yes yeah. and the, i mean the kicker is is that if you trust the kids to be okay with this sort of thing uh-huh. you made a movie they will love the rest of their life yep yeah. yeah you make this kind of shallow forgettable thing you made a movie that made money now true but it's not going to make money in the long run right because yeah. you better believe kids still buy toy story yeah yep. toy story still and making money for disney by the time now that like all of all of these movies like we've spanned a good amount of time the kids have grown up with this stuff. So oh, yeah, grow absolutely. up with the kids. I mean, that's yeah. why we love like all of the other series that we watch is because we've grown up with them yeah. and they've grown up with us. It's like, give us that more, that more adult, if that's what you want to call it, you know, payback. Yeah. We're well, going to move into quotes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're moving into quotes. Uh, I'm going to go first because I love my quote. Uh, and I'm hoping I'm stealing somebody so they can get really mad at me, but I don't care. Uh, so mine comes in the very beginning of the film. That's after they have done their first battle, and the Thor and um, the Hulk is really kind of like I killed people. Like I'm not okay with this. Yeah. Like, it's the first time you kind of see the Hulk is really not proud of being the Hulk. And Scarlet um, Scarlet Johansson's trying to like, no, no, it's okay. Like you did a good job. You did a really good job. Thor, report on the Hulk. <laughs> and Thor turns around and goes, the gates of hell yeah. are pulled <laughs> with the screams of his victims. And that really upsets Bruce. And he goes, but not the screams of the dead, of course. No, no, wounded screens. Mainly whimpering, a great deal of complaining about sprained deltoids <laughs> and gout. <laughs> yeah. Perfect Thor line. <laughs> he had a lot of good ones. He really did. All right, next. Uh, mine is from Hawkeye. Uh, I love Hawkeye. Um, in the final battle sequence, Quicksilver like just runs past him and is like, keep up, old man. Yeah. And then he just kind of pauses, and then, oh, 
holds up his bow is like, nobody would know. <laughs> no, nobody. <laughs> no, the last I saw him, Ultron was sitting on him. <laughs> yeah, he'll he'll be missed. Quick little bastard. I I, I miss him already. <laughs> Did you see that amazing uh, blooper reel clip where it's like Hawkeye sitting really sadly over Quicksilver's body as the the thing is flying away at the end, and Hawkeye just leans down and covers his mouth and nose? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see that. Oh, it's funny. Oh, man. Uh, My quote's from Hawkeye, too, and this is uh, when they are... uh, uh, Scarlet Witch is kind of having a... A very, like, brief, and if you blink, you miss it, meltdown, which she's famous for in the comic books. Um, and he, he, like, gives her an inspiring speech, and it ends with, and the city is flying, and I have a bow and arrow, and we're fighting an army robot, and none of this makes sense. <laughs> yeah, and, like, Ray's just like, yeah, I have a bow and arrow. All right. <laughs> I love his overly metal lines, and that goes back to his other one about the mind control, too. Yeah. And that's very Hawkeye. Yep. Yeah. No, it was great in this movie. I mean, super, super linchpin in this one. Uh, I just have kind of a throwaway line. It's all in the delivery, though. It was Thor. Um, It was actually when he and Tony Stark are arguing over girlfriends. Whose is better? Because it makes him so mortal. And he goes on and on and on Mm -hmm. just with this bravado about how he's a god and everything. And all of a sudden, you think the argument's over. Whose girlfriend is better? And they kind of walk away. And he just throws away. He's like, Jane is better. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. He's very much a... uh, a Greek god who they they're very petty people and yeah. still fall fall to all the human flaws. It's a small moment, but kind of to the sense of humor thing I mentioned earlier. Tony Stark's looking for that secret door. He's like, mm. "Please be a secret door. Yep. Please be a secret door. Please be a secret." It opens the door. Yay! <laughs> like that moment, I was like, oh, "Yep." Yeah. It's very Tony Stark too. Yeah, I love those little lines are where Joss Whedon shines in writing yeah. dialogue for these characters. Where he sneaks it in. It's, it's yeah. almost like he's sneaking these in. And yeah. like, oh, it's yeah. Terrible at broad strokes. <laughs> Aren't we all? Uh, so for the review system, ensemble casts. So that is a movie where the entire movie is based around how many people they throw into it. I'm going to go first because, you know, I'm cheating. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to go with Snatch. Hmm. So Snatch is an ensemble cast of sorts. It basically has a lot of people, mostly British actors, um, but all people who are like at the top of the game, like Vinnie Jones, and it had Jason um, Statham, and it had Brad Pitt, and it had just a lot of people that just kind of threw in a movie with kind of a ludicrous concept. And ultimately, the reason that I loved watching Snatch was to watch all these people sometimes intermix and then talk to each other, and it was a really kind of fun moments. The movie itself, people get mad when I say this, it's okay. I, I like Snatch. It's fine. It, it has good moments. But I go back to it to watch those people on screen yeah. interact together. Well, like all of his movies. Yeah. And it's got, it's got quotables. Quotables it does. in there. Yeah. Some so, fun quotables. So I like it. It's not the best movie ever. But it works. Much like the Avengers Age of Ultron. Cool, cool. I'll go next. In keeping with the theme of uh, superhero movies. Um, I'm going to actually go with the superhero movie Mystery Men. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Nice. It's, if you want to know my sense of humor, Galaxy Quest and Mystery Men are my sense of humor. Oh, one of those is funny. Yeah, which would explain <laughs> me a lot. One of me is funny. Um, but no, Mystery Men is hilarious, and it brings a lot of weird, quirky people together in unexpected ways, and there's that meta humor throughout the whole thing. Next. I'll go next. Ocean's 12. Okay. Definitely not Ocean's 11, because that movie was good. <laughs> uh, 12 was the one with... Um, um, the the whole meta joke right about mm-hmm. Julia Roberts, yeah, Julia Roberts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of <laughs> and a, a, an entirely underused villain I mean he was fine but uh, but they uh, beat him the first 15 minutes and the rest of the movie is completely worthless yep and uh, I'm gonna tie it all together with Don Cheadle <laughs> well done it's unacceptable I'm gonna go with Galaxy Quest <laughs> <laughs> nice because um, yeah I love that movie it's it's fun it's you know it's it's a riot through the whole thing it's it's totally rewatchable whenever I see it um you know like on TV or whatever I'm like yes I'm I'm in the movie in the mood for this movie uh, and I'll watch it repeatedly um and yeah Tony Tony Schlub's really really great I love Tony Schlub's yeah. movie yeah uh he I'll- exploded <laughs> 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 And okay, yeah. And, and another point: it, amazing one-liners, yeah. especially from Tony Shalhoub. Um and the Rock Monster. Yeah, it's great. 
Can you I'm construct a rudimentary lathe? <laughs> I'm having so much trouble right now. Honestly, the only movie I can think of right now where I absolutely love every single person in the cast is Tombstone, and that's also one of my most favorite movies ever. But you not only have, uh, I mean, Kurt Russell, what is his name, Sam, whatever, that I think is so freaking cute. <laughs> <laughs> Old tummy, gravelly voice, mustache guy. Um, Bill Paxton, and then uh, Michael Bane plays the uh, freaking uh, Johnny Ringo. I love that movie. Incredible cast, and you have like all the, you get plenty of action, but then the dialogue I think is absolutely amazing too. And it's not like that crazy good of a, if you look at the summary and the synopsis, it doesn't seem like that great of a movie, but I love it. I'll watch it over and over and over and over again. Okay. So with that, I'm going to bring the episode to a close. Oh, um, I want to be here week, forever. Next week we have our Christmas episode coming up, which I mentioned last week is uh, best Christmas TV specials. Uh, and after that, we have nothing for, I think, a week or two, depending on how our schedule works out. I think the spreadsheet said two. It might be two. I could be wrong. But either way, it'll be a little bit of time off so we can go do our, with our family do our respective time. holiday Yay. thing. Yeah. And then we'll come back in January with a couple episodes and we'll do our best of 2015 episode and all those sorts of things. Oh. And then we might start shaking things up a little bit, but I'll mention that or go into detail on that a little bit later. Uh, but it should be exciting. What? I'm getting excited. Right now, I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so with that, bye. Bye. bye.